When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How can you tell if you're falling for a toxic person? How do you know if that's actually something that's happening as you get involved with a new person, with someone else that you've just been with, someone else you're dating? How do you actually know if you're falling for a narcissist? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, please subscribe. Hit that notification so you can get notified when we drop new videos or when we're doing a live Q&A on the platform so you can be able to see, interact, ask your own questions, be able to get some clarity from the confusion and the crazy making that you've been placed into. Well, oftentimes when people are with a narcissist, you start to question, who are you actually in love with? There's like a concern of like, am I getting with someone who is actually toxic? Like what is actually going on here? And if you've been with a narcissist or multiple narcissists, you start to wonder like, how can I even trust myself again? How do I actually spot the signs that I need to spy to be able to know this is not the person that I should be with? Well, today I want to talk to you about identifying a toxic person, of how toxic sheds toxicity, and then how to study the real versus the fake is going to help apply to your life in getting with a healthy person and avoiding the toxicity that's out there. Well, first off, the idea of identifying a toxic person. And this is going to be really hard for a lot of people to identify and see, especially based on your perspective. So when I talk about perspective, a lot of times I'm talking about how you've grown up or how you've been shaped or molded by circumstances. These oftentimes affect you in multiple ways by the stories that you tell yourself and the stories that you believe. Oftentimes those stories can be molded and developed through your family, through your friends, through your education, through your religion, through different parts of your upbringing, through previous partners, through different things that start to shift and shape your perspective that tell you this is a healthy person, or this is not a healthy person. Oftentimes when we see someone who gets with a narcissist, there's normally a precursor or something that is there that is either disposed uh, them to or had them actually have this idea or thought that maybe this, how the other person is treating them is okay or is right. Doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes we see that trend with people who've grown up in a household that wasn't loving or that wasn't caring or that didn't validate certain needs or affection or attention. And then they seek that from a toxic person because that's how that toxic person is trying to lure them in. Well, we normally see how this perspective a lot of times molds and shifts like from person to person, from day to day, depending on who they've been around and what they've gone through. And so it's hard at times at first to identify that toxicity if there's no baseline of what life should actually look like. If there's no baseline of a healthy relationship or a good friendship or a good uh, working dynamic, there's nothing to really base that off of. So the perspective is already shifted to start off with. Maybe you're looking at you know, being with a person and you're like, well, but they're struggling a little bit with you know, being trustworthy, you know, being honest. 
you know, actually wanting to put themselves out there, be able to communicate effectively of like, this is what is actually happening. Maybe they're rushing the relationship. Oftentimes we see this in toxic or narcissistic relationships of a rush to the finish line. Like, let's get to the finish line. Let's get to the place where you move in with me. We have a kid or, you know, we get engaged or married. Like a lot of times those are like finish line marks for a narcissist of like conquering. Like this is something I conquered. This is a trophy. This is something I succeeded in doing. And as a result, what's next? And a lot of times they'll go from person to person once they get that person not knowing what to do with them afterwards because they're living a shallow life of what they're actually putting out there to have you even connect with. Sometimes there's this aspect of being in a toxic relationship of knowing and seeing like, wait a second, like we keep having this push and pull. Like we keep having like multiple breakups. Like it's only been six months. We've broken up like three or four times. Like whenever conflict happens, there's like, well, no, I guess I'm done. I'm out. And these habits that we start to form and start to see of like, wait a second, we're interacting with someone who's not trustworthy. We're interacting with someone who's, who's rushing, you know, pushing, pushing me into a relationship or pushing me into an aspect. Uh, there's this push pull of like breaking up, coming back together. And there's an aspect of boundaries that don't seem to be followed. Or that boundaries that don't seem to be respected. All of these are early warning signs of like, wait a second, this person isn't matching up to being a healthy person. They're matching up to be someone who might be toxic or might be narcissistic in the aspect of like, they're not respecting in so many different levels. Sometimes it's subtle. Sometimes it's not even as blatant as them telling a lie or like pushing the relationship. Sometimes it's as subtle as, you know, making jokes and laughing at, at your expense or an experience that you had, not in like a joking, funny way, but in a degrading way of like, wait a second, that actually is a little hurtful. Okay, I won't do that again. And then they do it again. And that starts crossing into your boundaries. That starts crossing into how they respect and how they treat you. It could be as big or as little as not taking accountability for simple things, for small actions. That wasn't me. I didn't do that. Blame shifting to other people, even in a joking way, can all be precursors of bigger issues and of bigger problems down the road. Sometimes it could be along the lines of that they can't see your side or that they can't understand you. This should be like some red flags of like, wait a second, where's the sympathy? Where's the empathy? If they can't actually put themselves in another person's shoes, is there more things going on there? Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And notice I'm not just saying like one of these things, oh, cut, bait, and run. I'm saying like you need to be watching and you need to be understanding of like, hey, I need to be looking for some of these warning signs. And the hard thing is with society and with people that we interact with today, a lot of times you see a lot of them. And a lot of times you see several, but it is meant to be able to help you move through life and not get involved with toxicity and not get involved with someone who is a narcissist or there's going to be an abuser. The biggest part is a learning to identify even the aspect of what you're looking for versus just what is going on. Like, does this person actually exemplify what I'm looking for? Is it actually the direction that I want to go? Are they going that same direction too? And we'll talk about that more in point three, okay? But number two, 
toxic sheds toxicity. And so what I'm talking about with this is the idea that like when you're with a toxic person, it starts to like overflow out of that toxic person into your life. It's not like it's just one little thing. It's like this this whole plethora of things of a person becoming more and more toxic and more and more like approaching you with crossing those boundaries, with lying, with manipulation, anything like that. The toxicity starts to kind of like spread over into your life. And you start to notice different pieces of you that have never really been that way before, that have never interacted with other people so shortly, that have never interacted with people with such a frustrated tone or raged out at people or had reactive abuse or whatever it might be. You start to notice there's something that's different about me when I'm with this person, different than any other person that I've ever been with. The hard part is the highs and lows of there's something different that's amazing and then it's also really awful at the same time. And people get confused about that. And oftentimes they minimize or justify the things that are happening. Well, when we're talking about this toxicity sheds toxicity, you get an overflow from a toxic spirit. You get more negative energy poured out on you just from the outflowing of what they're actually doing, who they actually are, the lies that they're exuding, like all those different aspects is like coming out more and more and more. Then this starts to change your perspective of that person, of yourself, especially. You start to bring in like hurtful self-talk. You start to beat yourself down. There's a whole lot of pieces that happen here that start to affect you in multiple ways. It not only affects like your emotional and your mental health, but it attacks like your physical health too. There's people that have been in toxic relationships that develop autoimmune disease, like different OCD tendencies, different things that they've never had before. But because of being in that toxic, anxious environment, they start to have those happen. So you have to understand that a lot of times having a person in your life that is toxic, you'll start to pick up on that, feel that. The energy will be there and what it actually does, the emotional, mental, and sometimes physical trauma that comes from that toxicity. Well, in that all aspect of like the energy and the toxicity that's flowing out there, you arrive a lot of times at what we normally call as cognitive dissonance the opposition of two opposing thoughts being stuck in the middle. But when you amplify that in a romantic relationship, it becomes very, very detrimental. That high anxiety, the raised confusion, the elevated stress levels, like there's a lot of different things that happens there that puts you on the alert and makes you all tense and frustrated and hard to be able to know what is the truth. Well, the third point that I wanted to bring up was study the real versus the fake. You know, when you think of people that are looking for counterfeit bills, they teach people to study the, the real and to know the real like the back of their hand so that when they see a fake, they know it instantly. They don't have them go out and look and study a million different fakes out there. They have them go and study the real bill and they're like, know this so you can identify the fake one really easy. This is the part where you have to start to focus on you and you have to start to focus on the truth, the truth of the situation and the truth of of what you want. Now, when I'm saying like what you want, I'm not saying it in like a selfish way of like, I want all this, this is all for me. No, I'm saying like, you have to know like your purpose and direction. Like, what do you actually want out of life? What is the direction that you wanna go? Not who do you wanna be with and not all different pieces about that relationship. But if you set that to the side, what's the direction you wanna go and who is the person that you wanna be with? Not talking names, not talking ideas, but talking concepts of this is how I want the partner in my life to be. This is how I want my relationship to look like. This is what I want. And knowing that purpose and direction is absolutely essential 
at knowing you and helping you avoid toxic relationships. So study the real versus the fake. Focus on what you want, okay? A lot of times you're gonna be shamed in culture and in society for wanting things, okay? Like I said, it's not a selfish thing. It's just saying, this is the direction that I want to go. And knowing your direction helps keep you on track because that other person is gonna come alongside and gonna try to pull you away. I want you to think really quick of this idea of boundaries as being a direction and not necessarily like a fence. So like if I'm going on the highway and I'm going one direction and I've got this median beside me with this barrier here, that barrier made out of concrete, like multiple inches of concrete, is there to help protect me from cars coming the opposite direction that could veer into my lane. Because that barrier is there, it does two things. It keeps me safe from oncoming traffic, and it also keeps me focused in the same direction. It keeps me honed in of this is the direction that I'm going. You see, you need to understand the direction that you know you want to go, and that person that comes into your life, the toxic person, will oftentimes sideline you or take you away from your direction, from your calling that you know you should go for. All right, last but not least, if you feel like you're off track hurt if you're just looking for clarity of like, I feel like I'm off course. I don't understand what's going on. This feels toxic. I feel toxic. I'm not sure what's happening here. Like the truth of the situation needs to come out. And I want to be able to help you find that and be able to work together to help with your healing, with your growth, with your change, and with your development. If you'd like to talk today, you can go to rawmotivations.com. We'd love to be able to work with you to be able to help you in that process. I deal with people every single day across the world, giving them no bullshit answers and telling it how I see it. Of like, hey, this is what I see, and this is some of the steps. I don't force you to a conclusion. I don't force you down a certain road. I try to help you find your truth, and that's ultimately what sets you free.